Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please introduce yourself, DM me, contact me on social media, at Johnny underscore Agresta. I'm on TikTok and Instagram. Instagram is where I share most of my life and some of my teachings. And on TikTok is where I post a fuck ton three to five times a day of manifestation content, direct teachings. Oh my goodness. Okay, welcome, welcome. Today we are talking about letting the shit go. Letting the fucking shit go. What shit is this? Sorry, I'm doing some stuff around my house while I'm vibing on this. This is anything and everything that doesn't serve the higher vision for your life. When I say anything and everything, I mean anything and everything. This could be people that are just weighing you down. I don't think you need to necessarily get rid of every single human, (laughs) but maybe just these dynamic shifts (laughs) between you two. Maybe the relationship itself completely shifts. Maybe you decide no longer to have a relationship with those people or that person. It could be anything, any number of ways that you shift, but you can't keep holding yourself back and staying fucking small because it makes other people comfortable. And I guarantee you are not consciously choosing this. I know I wasn't. I know none of my clients do. They're not like, oh, I'm going to stay in a friendship with you or I'm going to stay in a relationship with you because (laughs) I really want to stay small. (laughs) My subconscious likes this smallness. No. (laughs) It's like consciously you're saying, fuck yes, of course I want something different. And then you keep repeating the same fucking patterns And then you kind of keep having the same conversations with the same people. Oh, and then you kind of start feeling weighed down by those people, but you love them, right? You fucking love them. Oh my goodness. Of course you love them. They're the closest people to you probably. And likely you are craving this upgrade, this up level, and you're doing the things. You're showing up in a new fucking way and they kind of see that. And they're like, ooh, this bitch up leveling. (laughs) I like that. I need that for myself. Let me latch on. Not in like a bad way. Not in like they're consciously saying, I only want to be friends with her because she's craving more for her life. But because as they're craving more and you are doing more, they become a person who is now trying to up level based off of your up level. Does that make sense? And then essentially what happens is y'all become a vibrational match for each other. You were to begin with because you have this desire to like, I want to fix people. I just want to help people. Right? Sorry. It's so fucking windy. I don't know if you could hear that. I'm literally in my office, which is like the windiest fucking room because we're like on a corner. 
um, at the top of a giant ass hill. I was going to go out for a run today, but like that ain't fucking happening. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you know, you are a vibrational match for all of the people around you. And when you accept somebody into your energy, very close into your energy, that is not doing the same work or that does not embody the same things that you want and they're kind of weighing you down and you stay there, guess what happens? Guess what happens? <laughs> Let's play the guessing game. No, what happens is that your vibration ends up lowering. You start taking on their shit. You start taking on their responsibilities. Not consciously. You kind of talk yourself into like, no, I'm not doing that for them. I just love them and I have to be compassionate, right? Right? We all have people like that in our lives. And you're such a good fucking human that you somehow have convinced yourself that it's your responsibility to take them in. That it's your responsibility to lift them up, not consciously, because you're like, I love them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I just love having the conversation. No. No, 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 no. That's what people pay you for, okay? <laughs> and if they don't pay you for it, I don't know. Hold a specific group and a time and space for people to chat about this stuff. But it's not your responsibility. This is why people pay me <laughs> to come into my space and do that. But I've noticed time and time and time again, family members, friends, you know, even clients who stop paying me, who end up wanting to stay in my space. No, you're not using me as a latch. You're not using me as a mechanism to raise your own vibration. What? No. You can be in my space, but you get to be a match for me. And I am no longer a match for people who I feel like I need to uplift in any way, shape, or form. So when you are seeing an incongruency between what you desire in your physical life and like where you are right now, essentially you're an energetic match for that, right? And so part of the way to be an energetic match for something different is yes, do the clearing work, do the healing work, look at your dynamics, blah, 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 important work, love the work. But what about the just letting people fall away, letting the thing fall away? You know, I've had a lot of people come to me who are interested in life on fire or just here talking with me, totally here for either one. Use my work as you desire. Come into my signature course, Life on Fire, when you're fully fucking ready. Um, if and when you ever feel called to, it's there for you. But so many people are like, I've done the healing work. Or a few of my friends are like, I've done the healing work. And now like, I'm still manifesting the same relationships. And I'm still manifesting the same relationship with money. And I'm still manifesting the same you know, pattern, whatever it is. Listen, there's a point where you just got to fucking choose that next level. Choose that it's here right now. Choose to fully go after it now. Choose to let anything and everything fall away. And sometimes it's not even a falling. Oh my goodness. Sometimes it's not even like the universe is like, okay, we're going to take this person. Sorry, I'm spraying my plants. I have some plants that like need fucking water on their leaves like 24 fucking 7. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, sometimes it doesn't feel like a falling. Sometimes, most of the time, 
it's up to you to choose. It's like you have that inkling like, oh, this is no longer serving me. Oh, this is no longer something I want. Oh, these conversations with this person feels really fucking heavy. It doesn't light me up anymore. Oh my goodness. Did this ever light me up? Right? And it's not like, it's just like, okay, now you're no longer a vibrational match. So, you're, you know, money's going to get better or this person is no longer going to latch on to you. Sometimes you have to choose and set the fucking energetic and physical boundary. More often than not, that nope, bitch, that ain't allowed in my life anymore. That is not allowed in my life anymore. So when I say falling away, what do I mean? Also, how good is this like stream of consciousness or this download that's coming into me while I'm like doing chores around my house? I'm actually following what I'm saying and I believe it makes total fucking sense. Amazing. So here for that. So yeah, sometimes more often than not, it's like you feel the falling away. You, f- you feel like, oh, this no longer serves me. That's the clearing. That's the universe telling you like you're no longer ready for, you're no longer a match for this. This is no longer serving. That's the falling away part. Now the choosing part is where your power comes in. The choosing part is where you take the action. The choosing part is where you shift the dynamic. The choosing part is where you no longer take on that person's fucking shit. The choosing part is where you move away from that person in any way, shape, or form that feels true for you in that fucking moment. But you move away from that person to protect your fucking energy, right? They can choose to rise too. They can see your growth and choose to fucking rise and you don't have to be there as the anchor for them pulling them up because what happens is you can only hold so much and you're sitting here doing your fucking work. You're sitting here hauling ass on your fucking life. Other people's problems now become your fucking problems because you're such a good fucking human. And for me this morning, something that I was journaling on because I've been working with this dynamic for a while in my life I'm really good at the choosing part in some ways. And then I somehow sabotage myself. And that's for a different conversation. Maybe it'll come through later. I don't know. But uh, I was working through it this morning and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've known that I've had this pattern. I know where it came from. I know I've healed the root of it. And I realized that as I went through school, I was always like a really fucking good student, straight A, maybe high B plus, all the things I constantly tell you about this. Now, teachers decided that it would be a good fucking idea to put the bad kids, the kids who didn't do anything, or um, even students who like needed a little bit of extra help, you know, for whatever reason, reading, or um, I had a friend in school who was blind, like just let me put these people next to Johnny. Not that any of this is a bad thing and not even that those two like, you know, bad kids deciding to just fucking act out because of whatever's going on at home and someone blind is the same thing. But you guys know what I'm fucking saying. Don't come after me here. But they, everybody decided it would be so good to put these kids next to Johnny because she's such a good influence or you know what? I know that she can achieve her grades while also helping this person. 
right? So it's like, let's just do this. And I was like, you know what? I got this. I'm the fucking savior. I can do that for this person. And I can do that for this person. No, you know what that fucking teaches you? That teaches you that you're responsible for everybody else's fucking shit. (laughs) That teaches you that you can't just go around your fucking life doing your own damn thing, hauling ass in your own life, in your school, in your business, whatever it is, and not care about other people. I'm not saying not to care. I'm not saying don't fucking help people, but you got to take care of yourself first and you are not fucking responsible for anybody else. You are not fucking responsible for anybody else at all in any way, shape or form. I don't care how you're related to them. I mean, obviously if they're fucking, they're your child, sure. But you know what I mean? Like you're fucking, once you're an adult, you're not fucking responsible for these people unless they're your fucking child. And then even then you still can't fix them. You still can't heal their shit. Focus on yourself. Use yourself as that example for what is possible. Let them choose to rise too. Let them choose to fucking rise too. But you don't need to be responsible for their fucking rising. Does that make sense? There's a difference. I care about you. I want to help you. And I don't actually have to. (laughs) You are not my responsibility, right? cool. We got that out of the way. That's with the people. That's with the fucking people. Now, even in terms of clients, this can happen where we're providing so fucking much. We're doing the things we're showing up for them. We're giving them the deliverables that we told them we were going to give them. And then we see them failing or we see them not doing the work and we, we just want to pick them back up. No, absolutely not. Ask the client, hey, is there anything I can do for you that might be helpful? I noticed you're kind of falling out of it a little bit. Hey, is there anything that I can do to make your experience a little better if that's something you're willing to do and willing to go forward with? Cool. 99% of the time, the client's just not showing up for themselves. It's not your responsibility. Hmm. So my recommendation with all of this with people is get clear with what your exact responsibility is with your life and then the people in your life. Right, whether it's your clients, whether it's your family, whether it's your loved one, what type of relationship do you fucking want? You know, I've worked with clients in the past who end up taking a lot of stuff on from their very close family members. Some, some even end up working with them or are already in businesses with them or, you know, work out with them or whatever. Just have like a dynamic that really impacts their own their own life, you know, their own success. And I notice them just all like, yeah, they're just struggling today. It's okay that they didn't do these things that they said they were going to do that impact me. Oh, it's okay. I just needed to give her space. And it goes months and months and months with the same dynamic fucking happening. I've been very guilty of this as well. Months, sometimes years of the same dynamic happening and we excuse it. We fucking excuse it. Listen, we all struggle. We all struggle. You can be a compassionate human and not take the brunt of the impact that, you know, people's actions have on you. When you engage with somebody as a friend, as a family member, and, you know, as a coworker, whatever, you agree to certain things. You agree to show up for that person. Even in a client-coach relationship, you agree that you're going to give this and the client uses the the information, right? Sometimes we even have agreements. I have contracts in place for that reason. I stopped using them for a while, but then I was like, you know what? No, I want want the client to know 
what, what I'm available for, what my responsibility is for them, or if, what my responsibility in the agreement is, and what their responsibility is for themselves. I want it to be super fucking clear. You know, I used to think contracts were this thing of like, I just want to force people to continue paying me when they said they were going to. Number one, if you enter into a contract, it's your duty to follow through with it, per the terms that you agreed. All right. Number two, you never have to feel bad for that. Number two, a contract is also, I agree to do this and I will not take responsibility for these things. These things are on you. Do you agree on that? Cool. Let's move forward. If so, right. You agree to pay me this in exchange. I agree to do this. These are the terms, right? So you don't have to feel bad for that. I started feeling really fucking bad for that. You know, people, when they're in a place of victimhood will blame you for everything, (laughs) everything that they don't want to look at within themselves. And I'm sure I've done it to other people as well. But people will say really interesting things about your character as a human for holding them to the agreement that both of you made. People will go in just to prove that they are right. It is quite insane and quite frustrating. And it's just something we deal with as humans. So whether you are a business owner and have clients, or maybe you have workers, or maybe you even just have coworkers that do this, or family members that do this. They will put you so far down to make them look so fucking big, to make themselves feel better. And it's a natural human thing. Like I'm not shitting on anybody for doing it. We all fucking do it. But that's what happens. And so be aware of this dynamic and don't be the punching bag for people's shit, especially as a good human, especially as someone who's showing up and doing the fucking work. Does that make sense? I hope that helped you a little bit because I wish somebody had fucking told me that a few years ago when I started to uh, question everything within my certainty and myself of who I was. I've even had clients say weird things like, oh, I, I started really judging the way that you were spending money and the way that you were acting around it. And so I stopped, you know, essentially doing the work in your course or I stopped um, respecting you and things like that they've literally come back and basically said, those things. And they're like, yeah, sorry for that. You know? And so it's just like, hmm, allow people to be on their journey. Now let's talk about what else can really fucking fall away and what else you will be forced to choose. Essentially with everything that doesn't serve you, something is trying to fall away to create space for something that you want, right? So you let it fall away and then you choose something else. You let it fall away and you choose something else. That choosing is where people don't act. (laughs) They're like, I'll just do the inner work, (laughs) which baffles me. The fucking fun part, I mean, sure, inner work can, could be fun. (laughs) A lot of times it's fucking deep, (laughs) which isn't, it isn't as fun to me as just like, oh, what am I replacing? What am I choosing? What am I now getting to experience? Like, that's the fun part. So let things fall away and then let's choose. This could also be a fucking certain business or a certain niche or a certain job. It could be a certification. Things that I've, that I have had to let fall away. Number one was being a personal trainer. I was a personal trainer for almost a decade before I finally like not just let go of the title, but like let go of the need for me to put myself in that box. Literally, I had already coached thousands upon thousands of hours of training. It was crazy. And everybody knew me as the personal trainer. Everybody knew me as a personal trainer. It was like my fucking identity. 
it took a long time for me to accept that's not my path anymore. It's no longer serving me. The minute that I started seeing the need for deeper work, I should have left. And that was maybe a few years into my experience as a personal trainer. But I was like, no, this is just what personal trainers do. This is what I'm trained in. This is what I do. I do the physical work, right? Well, I didn't transform clients the way that I really deeply fucking wanted to until fucking like almost a decade later. So here we are. It's fine. Um, Something else I had to let fall away and choose. Hmm, right. So letting go of personal training was letting go of personal training. Then choosing was choosing to be a deeper mentor, choosing spiritual teachings, choosing manifestation. Another thing that I really had to let go of was the jobs that were kind of keeping me safe. Sure, some of them paid me decently. Sure, some of them, like I could logic my way into, oh my goodness, this is so much fun when I do this. And oh my goodness, I love my patients. I love my clients. I think I talked about this last time um, or two times ago, whatever it was. <laughs> because I talk so much on this podcast and teach so much, sometimes I just, I definitely end up repeating a lot of the same things, but with different lessons in different ways. So I hope that it helps anchor into the way different experiences that I've had have shaped me in so many different ways. How many times did I say that we're different right now? I don't know. Okay. Last 10 minutes of the podcast, because then it cuts me off when I record on my phone. (laughs) Um, What else did I have to let go? Oh, the jobs. It was so difficult, y'all. It was so fucking difficult to decide to go all in on entrepreneurship. It was the path that I knew was in me for so goddamn fucking long. And I didn't know what it was necessarily going to look like. I thought that it was going to be in-person business. I thought it was going to be a gym. Every personal trainer is like, my goal is to have a gym. Cool. Now I would not, I don't, do not in any way, shape or form want a gym. But at one point I did, you know, so I didn't really know exactly what that was going to look like, but I always knew. And when you say yes to that path within you, when you say yes to the thing that lights up your fucking soul, yes, the magic carpet ride comes. If you were here for that conversation, if not, go and listen to it. I think that was definitely was two episodes ago to whatever it was. But also, life gets so much easier because you wake up excited. You wake up fucking excited. Whenever I see entrepreneurs like kind of just like waiting, W-A-D-I-N-G, waiting, like in the fucking river of like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm kind of going to do that. A hundred percent of the time, it's because they're not choosing the thing that they actually want to do. They're kind of still working a job. They're kind of still half-assing this. They're kind of still developing their methodology. They're just not all in on the impact that they are here to make. Maybe it's because you're teaching superficial shit and you really want to teach deep shit. Maybe it's because you are trying to teach deep shit and you're not ready to fucking teach deep shit and you don't really know how to yet. So keep teaching the physical shit. Like just keep fucking going with the impact that you were here to make. Do you understand that? That will make life so much fucking easier, but go all in on it. Going all in is so fucking scary. Some mantras that really helped me though were, I can always go back. I can always go back. I can always go back. At that point, I still kept my RD certification. I no longer have it. It does not serve me. I do not require it to do the work that I do. And I will never go back to teaching it in the way that I would need in order to have the dietetic certification. So I don't have it anymore. But you know, you're relationship with that can be totally different honor that don't use my relationship and change what you need but anyway um 
I used to say I could always go back. Personal training will always be there. And even times now, I question, I'm like, huh, do I want to personal train people? Because I genuinely do fucking love it. Sometimes I consider it. Sometimes I like look around the gym and I'm like, oh, it'd be so great to help that person. And maybe in the future I will. Cool. I will never get another certification though for personal training. Fuck that shit. I have an exercise science degree. Anyway, but moral of the story is say yes to the vision you have within you. That's what you're choosing. That's what you're replacing it with. You want the you want the physical manifestation. Clear the shit. Let the shit fall away. The heavy shit. It can even be these superficial things that we're talking about. We're not even going into the deep things that we hold on to. These are just things that inherently you shift in your physical world. And oh my goodness, it opens up so much beautiful fucking energy within you. Ooh, it's amazing. Right? So let the shit fall away and choose something else. Choose that greater vision. You have the desire to go live on a fucking island and you can actually do that right now. And yes, it's fucking scary. And yes, you can have all of these fucking excuses. Go and fucking do that. If that's what's on your soul, you're like, oh my goodness, yes. For example, I have a desire to eventually live in Greece on a Greek island somewhere. Um, It's not in my soul right now to do like right this fucking second. I don't really give a fuck about it right now. Like it's a future thing. And I know it's not something that I say is, sits heavy within me where I think like, oh, living in Greece would be so amazing. And then I feel like constricted when I come back to, oh my goodness, I'm living in America. Like, I don't feel that. When you feel that constriction, that's something that needs to be cleared, either energetically or physically. Today, we're talking about the physical shit to clear. Go move to the fucking island or go move to a place that kind of looks the fucking same or has the sun. Do the fucking things that you want to do prioritize that. That is the most important thing to do on your manifestation journey. There's a lot of important things that I say to do, but this is really one of the most important ones. The ones that will make the most of an impact in the immediate sense is letting things fall away and choosing something else. This is how you hear entrepreneurs like just massively fucking skyrocket. This is how you hear that like someone's business completely fucking fell apart and it was just so heavy and so miserable and so tiring and then they opened up to the possibilities that were out there. They stopped forcing themselves into the box of what they said they were supposed to do and what they were actually doing. And instead, they opened up to possibilities. What are those possibilities for you? What is that thing that's like the fuck yes within you? Oh my goodness. Hmm. 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 Okay, last example. What do I want to give? Let's do a health example because we did relationships. We did business. Let's do the health example. Ooh, what do I want to say about this? Macro counting is coming up right now. Hmm. Do I want to use that as an example? I don't know. Let's just use like putting yourself in a box of what you think you have to do in order to have the body that you want. That could be anything. At one point in my life, it was macro counting. At one point in my life, it was like only heavy weight lifting every single fucking day. you can't keep doing something that's not working for you. That's what I'm going to say about that. You can't keep doing something that feels draining. You can't keep doing something that feels like it's not working for you. You can't keep doing something just because you're showing up and you're like, oh, but this person said on the internet that it's so fucking good for you and that that's the way that I should be working out. Listen, everybody has their own fucking way of teaching it. Do I think heavy weightlifting is a necessity in everyone's life? Yes. Does it need to be done seven days a week or five days a week or four days a week as the only source of working out? No. Sometimes you might want to take a yoga class. Sometimes you might want to go for a run, which I would have loved to if it wasn't like windy 50 miles an hour. 
Um, you know, sometimes you want to um, do some circuits. Sometimes you want to do some plyos. Sometimes you want to do some heavy lifting. Like, listen to your body. Listen. Okay, this is what we're going to wrap all this fucking shit up with. You get clear on the vision you have. The vision is already given to you. You've already, already agreed to this vision and these desires before you landed on this earth. Whatever way you believe you fucking got here, before you came into this physical body, you decided that these were the things that you were ready to receive. Now, you are led to saying, hey, I no longer like this about my life. This no longer feels good. This is kind of giving me a fucking eating disorder. This is kind of making me stressed and obsessive. This makes me feel scarce. This makes me feel incongruent with the way my natural way of being is, which is so fucking flowy and beautiful and happy and fuck yes. And oh my goodness, yes, this is my life. I love it. It gets you incongruent with love. So you stop feeling good. You start noticing the patterns you don't like. It's up to you to shift them. Stop trying to be like, oh, but I should macro count. And oh, but I should be eating this many calories. Oh, but I should be working out this way. Oh, but I should save more money before I go move to that island. Oh, but I should do this because if not, that would mean this. Oh, I should do this because of... No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, if you want things to move faster in the physical world let the shit go let the fucking shit go and then say yes to that thing that's inside of you it's a rebirthing process continuously it's a growing process continuously don't make your journey about getting to the goal but make the journey about the growth that you get to experience the growth is the beautiful part the growth of who you become in the process is the beautiful part. The growth of, yes, the beautiful things that you attract in the physical world is amazing, but you're not going to get there by focusing on the physical attractions, but you're going to get there by focusing on the growth that you are here to experience as a human. And that is a way to move shit faster in the physical world. Oh, I like this podcast. Super good. I hope that it deeply served you. Come into life on fire, my signature manifestation course for this work in a step-by-step -step process. We are spending about six to eight weeks on this process. It might've been more, I don't know. Numbers are not my fav my friend. I don't remember them very well. So if I say different numbers, it's because I it's somewhere around there, but it's a lot of fucking weeks that we're gonna spend on this clearing and implementation and embodiment process. Yet last night, okay, last night, because I have like 50 seconds. Last night, um, I, I don't know, I was reading, I was meditating, all the beautiful things. And then I was like, tomorrow needs to be about growth. Tomorrow my content needs to be about growth. And I was like, I should write it down. I should write it down, what I want to say. And then here we are. It's all about the fucking growth in the podcast. Beautiful. I'm so happy that it came through me in the most perfect way. Okay. I love you. Thank you for choosing my podcast out of everything, whether you ever come into my space and pay me or not. I love having you in my free space. Let me know if this served you. Let me know any questions about life on fire. I love you. You fucking got this. You fucking got this. You fucking got this. Okay. Adios.